This is The Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Wave podcast. It's been a while since we've talked Bachelor Nation, but we are back to talk about the last two weeks of episodes. We're talking about the tell-all slightly, and then we're going to talk about the destination solo dates that Gary went on with Teresa and Leslie. I am one of your hosts. My name is Darian Scalamoni. I am joined as always by Liz Seiko. Hello, hello. The reality TV queen. Let's do it. All right, so um, the tell-all, we're not going to really discuss so much of what happens on the soundstage. Yeah, all the ladies are back. Um, They're just kind of giving like the fun, quirky stuff that happened in the house when the cameras... I guess we're rolling, but it didn't make it to the actual television. Um, I would say the only two interesting things that really happened in that episode that I was surprised about was the Joan. I have that as a, as a note. I that, that was an interesting one of her being like, I was kind of one day hoping that Gary would just show up at my house and that she still thought that something was between them. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of sweet and shocking. Um, and then we find out that our girl faith is gone. She's she gets cut. the boot. She gets the boot. So that conversation too was kind of first of all, uh, maybe just a personal choice. I don't love Gary with brown hair. Kind of wanted to be a silver fox, yeah, right? blonde fox. I don't know. He also he had it. weird energy. I don't know if he was like nervous, nervous as fuck. Yeah. Having all the women that he's seen, but he I don't know. That was kind of the first time that I was like not really into Gary. I felt similar. Okay. I have a note actually specifically about something that he said to Faith that I was like, yo, that is so selfish. What is it? What did he say? So get into it. Overall, let's dive in. (laughs) Guys, we like Gary. Don't dislike this video. We love Gary. He's a very sweet man. He's a great guy. He's a very, um, you know, so wow. uh, wow. All right. So (laughs) we're going to go to a fucking rabbit hole. So. The conversation in general, I just thought was tough, but I do understand a little bit more after the tell-all and going into the um, the two solo dates, uh, extended solo dates with Leslie and Teresa, where his head is at. And I do believe there's so much of an important aspect to him that he needs to be with his children. He mm-hmm. needs to be close to his kids. And I do think it's hard to blame him. Like he was asked to be brought on the show and it's it's exposure for him and it's going to make him a minor celebrity. But and he's always going to be in the Bachelor universe now for the rest of his life. But he's an older guy who has a life and that means a lot to him. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this on last the last episode we recorded for Golden Bachelor. Faith is very in her way. She's like, I'm not leaving Washington. Like I need to be with my family. And. Uh, I do ultimately think that's why he made the decision that he did to keep Teresa around. But he says something about – this is what he says that I thought was super selfish. He goes, you want to know what makes me feel the worst? In a moment that is so upsetting genuinely for She's Faith. She's crying She's in love time. with this yeah. man. and. So much so that we got you on board last I episode. I did not like Faith at all until she was. we were at her hometown. And I was like, okay, this girl's a front runner. And she could, I thought they up. had the best hometown. Which, yeah. yeah. And so he goes, you know, it makes me feel the worst. And he's talking about how he's like, I made a promise to your family. Which is like, yeah, it is shitty. I get it. But why are you making – and it's the Golden Bachelor. I get it. Why are you making this moment about you? It's the women tell all episode. Yeah. She is supposed to feel these emotions and what she's going through. And the fact that you are the one that's trying to even put more of an emotional weight on this woman by being like, you know, or or, or a lack thereof being Mm -hmm. like, you know what makes me feel like shit? It's like, dude, you broke this woman's heart. Yeah. And you're going to be in her head at least for a short while. Mm -hmm. You got to think too, like older, older people 
in general, like things might hit different. We're not at that age yet, but like it might hit you hard. There are things that happen to us on a daily basis that sometimes you overthink. Yeah. I can't even imagine a 60 year old woman thinking she's going to spend the rest of her remaining years with this guy. <laughs> and we're going to be like, no, yeah. I love you, but no. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. I also, I think what got me was when he started like weeping when he saw her and I was like, Gary, I was like, I'm he's not, overly emotional. He is, yeah, he's, which is sweet. But um, I also think like when he saw all the women sitting down, I think maybe he was just nervous because he didn't know what some of them were going to say to him. But for me, he was just very like, like he walks out and he's like, all of you love you. I love all of you. And I was like, what is happening right now? I was like, what, what is Gary giving like? Like, like I don't even know, like superstar vibes. Right. It's very, it's very opposite from like very. regular Bachelor. It really, really is. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't vibing with him, and then the whole conversation with Faith. I also think that is like so cringy for her. I don't know, not maybe not cringy, but that is probably the worst thing ever. Of you say you fall, you love somebody, they dump you. Then the next time you see them is on television, like recorded television. Sitting in front of everybody, having to have your breakup conversation, yeah. essentially. It was rough. It's rough. It was rough. I felt bad for her. Um, but not at the favorite. end of the day, like, what can be said? He didn't want to pick you. Yeah. Not my favorite kind of episode. I don't love I No, don't love those I was kind of, I mean, it's because it's, yeah. It, it's for, it's for social media. It's for reactions. It's try to get people to keep it in the culture of conversation. And again, Golden Bachelor is still doing really, really good in the ratings. I went to a wedding this weekend. People were talking about it. Older crowd, but yes. They were like, did you watch this week's episode? Did you see what Gary did? So I was like, listen, people are watching. People are watching. And and we said early on, I mean, this was like, I think our third episode, but the 18 to 25 demographic or whatever, 18 to 32 demographic was like the highest it's been. Well, I know. I, I keep seeing is that people are just feeling really good and like, they said it too. It's all about hope. Yeah. Because it is making you be like, okay, so I don't, I don't know. I think I've, it's the I've Ted Lasso effect. It's it. literally just, you want people to be celebrated and, and like people are being happy in their lives and their yeah, experiences. In their lives. And I think it's also, um, I've been seeing some things being commented that people like in their late twenties or like early thirties, you watch bachelor and all of a sudden you now see these 21 year olds going on and you're like, Oh my God. Like I'm in my late twenties, my early thirties, and I haven't found anybody yet. And here's this 21 year old going on bachelor and getting engaged. So I think it's really nice to see these older generations going on and finding love. And it's that less pressure of being like, I have to rush through life and really get everything done. It's like, no, you have all this life to go and live and you don't have to rush everything when you're younger. Yeah, for sure. So I think a lot of people are loving it, but anyways, that was the talk show part of it. That was it. the tell-all. Yeah, that was a tell-all. Wasn't that much. We kind of knew that. That's why we didn't do it in a single episode on it. Yeah. Now we're going into Costa Rica. Costa they are Rica. getting ready to go into the fantasy suite dates. They're one-on-ones. Um, why don't you tell me your initial thoughts of like now they're going into these gorgeous environments. They're having full date, full day dates one-on-one with each other um and they started off with leslie yes they start with leslie i want to do an overall comment that i had written in my notes first okay which i got a lot of this vibe from the episode which is really funny i don't know if this is typical of bachelor because you do understand that the bachelor bachelorette has to deal with so many other personalities throughout the show they're 
talking with so many different people, how much are you really getting to know these people? How much are you not? Mm-hmm. One of the comments I had was, it's crazy that these people don't need, don't seem to know shit about one another. No, they know nothing. And it's crazy because the expectation with this program is that by the end of all of this, the participant who the show is based around is going to get on one knee and they're going to ask their selection to marry them. Mm-hmm. It's fucking barbaric. And this is why I don't like reality TV all the time. But for the sake of the conversation, I am enjoying this program enough that I will continue watching and I might even join the remainder (laughs) of Bachelor Nation. We'll see. Total side note, though. If that's what's crazy to you, you definitely shouldn't watch Married at First Sight. Oh, interesting. That show is wild. I can't even fucking imagine. That might be a whole... But I might be going into that with a different perspective. You are. Like, that is more... um, that's just a wild show. Like, I'll never forget my first one. I got hooked because I saw the episode where, like, the bride is or the 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 man standing up there, like, waiting for the bride to come down. He's like, oh, hello. And the father of the bride is like, that's a bridesmaid. Like, pull it together. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's awesome. Wait, no, I'm so in. he doesn't know who the bride that's... is. He does never met her before. Well, is she not dressed like a – is she just dressed in a I bridesmaid think she's dress? Wearing, I think the bridesmaid's wearing, like, a cream dress. And he, the, the groom just turns around and is like, oh, hi. And the literally the father of the bride's like, that's the bridesmaid. Pull like, get it together. That's fucking he's awesome. like, oh, shit. I'm in. I'm yeah, in. So you're in. Okay. Total side note. All right, yes. Anyways, let's back back to your initial thoughts. All right, yeah, thoughts so, so – um, the interesting thing, too, when we talked about this, I do – it's weird because there is an emotional aspect to the way that Gary feels about Leslie. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been as hot on Leslie as I feel like a lot of people have been in you throughout, okay. like, the season. I feel like so much is based in a physical attraction. It's so interesting to me. Like, he literally says that he likes pillow talk. Mm-hmm. To, uh, he says that before even the date. He says that to uh, to Jesse. To, Je- to Jesse, and he goes, but I, and he also presents it in an interest. He's like, I like it because it's unfiltered intimacy, which I understand that aspect of it too. But then he's also like, you know, you haven't asked me a lot of the hard questions. And she goes right, and she goes, yeah. So when was the last time you had sex? And it's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not understanding. Like, is that? I don't know what to take from that. Okay. I don't know what to get from their relationship. And I felt that in their uh, what destination date, is that what it's called? You were uh, saying? It's like, yeah, it's like the, the one-on-ones, like fantasy suites. Fantasy suites. So with their fantasy suite, I actually felt – it's so crazy because you asked me actually right when we came in before we recorded anything tonight. You go, so who do you think he's picking? And I have to be honest. I think he's picking Teresa because I I keep feeling like Leslie is on the outskirts and especially because of the decisions that he's making recently. Okay, It's even more of a reason for me to – like so much of it I feel for Gary has to be aligned with who he is as a person that mm-hmm. he can relate to somebody for the remainder of his years. And Leslie comes from a background where she has had a lot of boyfriends. She hasn't had an intimate relationship with someone in a very long time. There is, I think, a bit of an age gap between the two of them. Not like crazy, but I think it's like maybe eight years, something like that. Maybe 10. I think he's 72. She might be 62, something like that. Teresa's a little closer to his age, I think. They both are have lost their partners. Mm-hmm. And so much of their the conversation with them when it starts to shift in the fantasy suite it's about dealing with life without their partners and finding someone that their partners in the afterlife can accept that they found somebody else. And I yeah. thought that was a very interesting perspective. Super interesting. I think ultimately it's two very different lives that he could take a step into. And I think he that's the decision he has to make. He's like, OK, am I going to want this 
fun, kind of a little bit crazy uh, bouncing around life with Leslie? Or am I going to want this a little bit more quiet, able to talk about my past and my past, like my past wife and uh, a little bit simpler of life with Teresa. Yeah. So I don't know. I also think it depends on does he want to be super involved in Bachelor Nation? If he does, if he wants to be on that ride of like in the public eye, I feel like Leslie's the one to go with because she seems like she's ready. Yeah. If he's if he really just wanted to find love, go on this show and then never do another interview in his life, I feel like it's Teresa. Yeah. It could I, be neither. I, I don't know. How did how did you feel about the the date with Leslie, the fantasy suites with Leslie? I felt like it was le- it was the same vibe as all of their other dates. Um, I think that they get along very well. I think they have really great chemistry. That's all that they've been saying throughout it. I did think it was a little weird, uh, that she, uh, he was like, asked me some of the hard questions and that was one of the hard questions that she asked, but I mean, isn't that the only question she asks? Because he then asks the question about location and immediately, as soon as he did that, that like confirmed in my brain too, like Mm -hmm. what we had been saying, like. Him making sure that the hard question he asked was about location, like where are you going to be, where are we going to be, immediately was like that's why he didn't pick Faith because mm-hmm. he needs to be close to his kids. Now, the two of them, I guess, are Midwesterners, yeah. So it would be a little closer, I guess. And he would, I mean, I don't think he would be moving to New Jersey if mm-hmm. he is. Gary, stop by the studio; would love to interview you. Well, that's what we'll get into. But I feel like with Leslie. Um, I mean, there's also the element of maybe she's uncomfortable talking about these hard questions on camera. That's really the purpose of this fantasy suite is that you can go in and you can be like, I mean, there's a whole other level of like finances too. what if she's like, no, she's like, I have to stay because like financially I can't move. What are, what are, who knows? Maybe Gary isn't that wealthy. Maybe he's like, I would be willing to sell my house so that I have money. Like there's levels of personal information that they need to talk about if they actually see a future with each other that they definitely don't want to put on camera. And well, they're not even going to have the personal information to talk about until they're engaged, (laughs) which is even crazier. I mean, yeah. And then the one thing, okay. So what I kind of liked about Leslie though, was that she did stick with it of saying like, obviously I'm willing to to move somewhere else, but I'm not willing to completely leave my grandkids and my children. She's like, I have a life and like, I'm, I'm willing to go like buy, what'd she say? Like buy West, buy Midwest or whatever. Yeah. I didn't love with Teresa. Cause then they had that same conversation and same question of what are we, what are we going to do? Where are we going to live? She was like, Oh, I'll go wherever you want me to go. That's why I think she literally said, I'd quit my job tomorrow. If you asked me. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I mean, I get it if you really are like in love with somebody. You're but just like, not getting that vibe from her. I just like don't really like that, that she's just willing to throw away her entire life and like go wherever he wants her to go. I don't, dis- I don't, dis- I don't I thought disagree it was just with that. Super weird. Although maybe it's a tactic of hers. Maybe she's been hearing. I mean, maybe she's been hearing that Gary really wants to go home. And so in order for her to get the, ring she's like i'll go wherever you want i mean it, it is hard to it's hard to put ourselves in these people's shoes i mean she's an older woman too and yeah. i i don't disagree with you like it's hard to define yourself by just doing what your partner mm-hmm. or anybody else in your life wants you to do it's like following and like it's like you have to do every single thing that a parent tells you to do it's yeah. like you you at some point you have to define a life for yourself part of me thinks of it in a perspective of like maybe she and this is a little morbid i guess but it's like she's lived so much of her life already doing for herself doing mm-hmm. for her grandkids doing for her family that this is 
even her doing anything that she wants him to do, she's living out this life that she wants where she's found somebody that she's compatible with. Yeah. She feels comfortable with, which he also says, like, that's the one part he says going into their fantasy suit, right? He's like, she makes me feel safe. Mm -hmm. She makes me feel comfortable. She makes me feel... He uses another word too. I, I forget what it is, but it's remember. it's just like cared for. It's like yeah. I think that they can care for one another in their remaining years, and maybe that's where her head is at. Maybe she genuinely believes like there's like I'll still see my grandkids, and it's not like uh, hopefully Gary, if they do end up getting married, Gary's not like well we have to only spend every holiday with my kids. Like that's a whole that's relationship drama for anybody at any point. But I think that. I think that gives her an edge. Like I think it gives her an upper. Maybe. It might not be the best thing. I like, just find to it you crazy and I. that he like he's literally like, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Like, what do you do? What do you do for your job? Yeah. This man doesn't even know what she does, and yet he's thinking of proposing to her. I know. Crazy. I I said that too. The interesting thing too is when he starts his fantasies. It's actually the most quiet we've seen Gary like the whole season. So they. Yeah, I feel like he wasn't that quiet with Leslie. I feel like it was when he got on the date with Teresa. Yeah, but I do think you actually started to see see a natural shift when they started talking, which I thought was a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not, it can't be bad. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, it is troubling that it's like, he didn't even know what she did. He didn't um, even know what she does. But he actually says, he goes, uh, it's weird to have an overnight with Leslie and then spend a whole entire day and night with Teresa. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but when they go horseback riding, I put Gary is hella quiet because he just doesn't so, speak. And, yeah. and Teresa picks up on it, which again, good on her. It's like the first time she's not in, Spaceland, La La Land. yeah, like, yeah, everything's like, perfect. Yes, but it's good on her that she could pick up on that. Um, and uh, she's like, I'm not sure if it's just, well, I forget exactly what she says. She says it's either this thing or he's thinking. So she was like, I don't know if he's just focused on the horse. Oh, the horse. That's <laughs> just so stupid. Like girl, <laughs> she's, she's like, I don't know if like this is a really intense thing where he's just nervous and he wants to focus on his connection with the horse, or if he's really heavily thinking about <laughs> Leslie. It's like it's just ridiculous, but um. I do appreciate, despite how manufactured it may be for the show, that Gary goes, I do need to lock in and I want to try to see if I can form a reconnection with, with Teresa, mm -hmm. which I think, yeah, dude, you fucking should because you had a great connection with the two women you got rid of before Teresa that we were very – we weren't expecting. Yeah. And like I don't know, I still to this day think his connection with Ellen was the most organic. She, and she it's a shame. Been there. She, she should have been she there. She should have been there. But – um, <clears throat> I do think that their conversation does build over time. It's like a gradual progression and they might've filmed out of order, but it does feel that, um, when they start to have more of a conversation, uh, they share that connection of, of both having loss in their life and it being a major part, whether you, I mean, it's, whether it's good or not, mm -hmm. like that defines who they are at this point in their lives. So I think so much of that is based in. Why I think going into the episode in two weeks, I think as of right now, I would say I think he's going to pick Teresa. Okay. See, I think he's going to pick Leslie. Okay. So this is fun. This is we're fun on both sides we're of the on complete here. opposite sides. And the reason I think that is because <clears throat> that date was so awkward to start off. And he was really just thinking like, I don't know if I still have a connection with Teresa. I don't know if this is 
uh, like where I'm meant to be, but I'm going to try. If you're about to propose to somebody and like really want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, that doesn't just change by one night conversation. I agree, but I think it's hard to, for us to sort of pick Gary's brain because so many times we thought one thing and he's done the exact opposite. True. Like, Every time I've said something, he's done the opposite. So maybe, maybe he, like it's in the in the uh, hometowns, the one person he does not say that he loves is Teresa. is Teresa, and I think he says it in this, right? Yes, but off camera, and then he was like, "Which oh, we have we wanted think, to have something for ourselves." Which I actually think might again might be, mm, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I I felt the two there could. It's weird. Their connection the next morning felt very like normal, natural. It, it like them having their coffee together, the way okay. they were sitting, and it, I don't know, maybe. I, honestly, you might be changing me now because now I'm thinking on like things that were said and so when he left leslie he was like i don't know when i'm gonna see you again but i'll see i'll i'll see you but then when he saw Ter when he was saying goodbye to Teresa, he was like i'm gonna miss you um but i'll see i'll see you i'll see you soon like I'll, i'm yeah. gonna see you versus with leslie he was like i don't know when i'll see you again and so also I don't they're know, like maybe? they're like kissing on camera and he's like oh they're they're your grandkids are watching let's not like which is, I think that's the first time he even has like a real flirtatious moment with Teresa. Well, that's what I mean. Like, there's no, I just feel no chemistry between them. Like, I feel it on her end. I felt of the most, it, but, but I felt the most chemistry, which this shouldn't be the case, but I felt the most chemistry with the two of them this episode, which is still like, that's a fucking problem if you're building up to all this for the maybe. finale and then he winds up picking her because I don't know how happy or not happy. Have you tuned into the, the social medias, not for the really. Batch. But let's 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 do some googling. You want to dive see. in? You'll do a deep dive. I'll, I'll entertain the crowd. Um, <laughs> I do. I do think. Yeah. No. I don't know. I, I I feel this really weird feeling that it doesn't make sense. It is backwards. But he's building up toward this wonderful thing with her in the last couple of weeks, and even like it's hard to even say in the last couple of weeks because, like we said, in the fucking final three he tells the two other women that he's in love with them and he doesn't say that to her yeah that's a very nice thing you just <laughs> said to me right there is how he handles it all right do you have anything in the cultural zeitgeist i am seeing that um nothing <laughs> is that your lucy gray baird impression yes <laughs> fans speculate that gary doesn't pick Teresa. okay so the Bachelor Nation is leaning towards Leslie. Okay. And then another thing, Gary's best choice would be Leslie. Okay. And so what's your prediction? I'm going to stick by Leslie. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to I'm going to stick by it. For our first season of Golden Bachelor conversation, this has ended perfectly. This is We're everything. going into the finale. I think it's going to be one, you think it's going to be the other. You have said I will say I'll give you a lot of credit. You have said Leslie from very early on. She's been I think she was your pick from the very beginning, right? No, I actually think I picked Teresa first. Really? I do, but then I started. Guys, go back. Her. Let Let's us know. In the rewind comments it, please. Rewind did. it, everyone. I do think I said Teresa first. You said Leslie the first episode. I thought I said Faith. Maybe you said Leslie as your second pick. Yeah, I think I think my I think my three were Faith, Leslie, and Ellen. Which was another part of the reason I was fucking pissed that Ellen got dropped. Ellen was robbed. Ellen deserves more. You deserve more, Ellen. <laughs> you deserve it all. But I also think I predicted. Oh, shit. Oh. I think I predicted on here. Sorry, everybody. I thought I predicted on here that I thought Susan was going to be the first Golden Bachelorette. And I do think. From the vibe she was it. giving on the tell all, I, I 
she might have it. She's a front runner. Chris Jenner gave her an endorsement. That's enough for ABC to throw all the money. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. So well, is that is that our conversation? It's I a mean, shorter that's, one, that's but that's all I have. There's not much more to go on until we find out what Gary's doing. Gary, let us know in the comments. <laughs> no, give us a sneak peek. Let us know who you're picking before anybody else does, and then we can bring you in for the reaction. Um, thank you guys for watching. Not only this episode, but all of our coverage on Golden Bachelor this whole season. Liz managed to rope me in so we could talk some reality TV, and it's been a fun journey. I've, yes, I've enjoyed has. these conversations. We have a newfound bond now that we've <laughs> followed Gary along on his journey. Um, if you guys don't already, make sure you guys like and subscribe to our channel. Leave us comments. Let us know who you think Gary's going to pick or other of your favorite moments throughout the season, things that we've talked about, our conversation. Do you want to see us cover more reality TV in the future? I know Liz is going to be covering Vanderpump Rules, I think, when it comes yeah. back. So that's going to be exciting. <laughs> we'll have more information on that soon for you guys. Um, if you don't already, follow us at Cinema Wave Media on Instagram as well as on TikTok and on Facebook. We're also on Threads, and you can also follow us at underscore Culture Wave Media as well. Just signing off, I am Darian Scalamoni. I am Liz Seiko. And we'll see you guys next time.